Hey everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 24th of August, 2022. On today's show, we're discussing is the Big 12 done expansion in this window of conference expansion? I'll explain what that means and kind of look at some of where the winds are shifting right now. The news about Oregon, uh, you know, exploring a move to the Big 12, uh, Big 10. Also, John Canzano reporting that Hey, he expects to hear something on a Pac-12 media deal after Labor Day. What does that mean for the Big 12? And a whole lot more. That's all coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Glad you're joining us today. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get this thing rolling as football season approaches. You guys have been awesome all summer long. Once again, thank you all for making this first your first listen every single day. Find us wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube here as well. So uh, going to hit on some realignment stuff really before we get into the meat of football. I mean, there's still a lot of conference realignment news and notes to talk about out there, and it all affects the Big 12. While it might not be directly Big 12 related, Big 12 people making comments, Big 12 schools making moves, the Pac-12, the Big 10, the ACC, the SEC, all those things still do impact the uh, the Big 12 conference. We talked about it last week, you know, especially with that media deal. Um, and, and so now we're, you know, uh, the Big 10's media deal. And so now we're getting more news across the board from a variety of places. And it started off with the Oregon news. And I'll, I'll read that to you all. We saw Brett McMurphy had that first. But Oregon has had preliminary talks with the Big Ten about conference realignment. And it originally, once again, it came from Brett McMurphy. He's the one who had it originally. Uh, and he said, Oregon has initiated preliminary discussions in Chicago with Big Ten to determine if ducks are compatible in the Big Ten, sources told Action Network, Big Ten is not done expanding. That's what sources also told the Action Network. Now, he did note, it's kind of an important note here, outgoing University of Oregon President Michael Schill, Oregon AD Rob Mullins, and Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren were not involved in the discussions in Chicago, one source said. Uh, so you might think, well, how serious is it if those guys are not involved in the conversation? It's a fair question, but those aren't just the only three people that matters. And I believe the Oregon guy is going to Northwestern. I think that's where he's headed. Um, so you've got all of this happening right now, and you're trying to wonder, okay, like what does this mean for the Big 12? Well, if Oregon goes, I think Washington goes, and I think that opens up. And that's what Brett mentioned. Brett mentioned uh, down the article. Um, he says that the Big 12, if Oregon others from the Pac-12 leave the Big 10, the Big 12 is targeted to Oregon, Utah, Colorado, and Arizona State as potential members. So that piece is right there. Um, this, So this is something that clearly Oregon is exploring. They, you know, I think they sounds like they want to do it. I mean, when you see a TV deal like that get signed and know that you could potentially be a part of it, uh, that that'd be tremendous. And you now pair that with Kevin Warren's comments. If you didn't see him, he went on Real Sports uh, with Bryant. I always get the Gumbles mixed up. I think it's a pair which one is, let me see, Real Sports Gumble to see which one that one is. Uh, that one is uh, Brian Gumble. Brian Gumble is the one on Real Sports. Greg does the football games on CBS. But Brian Gumble 
asked him about expansion. He said, you know, 20 teams not out of the question. We want to be, the quote was, perpetually expanding. And look, I know Notre Dame is a sought-after brand. I know Virginia Tech, and I know UVA, and I know Duke, and I know North Carolina. I know places like that are definitely brands that I'm sure the Big Ten would be interested in for geographical reasons, you know, kind of extend that East Coast, uh, kind of keep working down the coast, and maybe even in Miami if they'd be interested in a school like that. But also, you have to acknowledge the West Coast schools. They have got Oregon or Washington. Oh, excuse me. They've got USC and UCLA. They've got those in their pocket now. Do they want more? Do they want the two brands? Do they want Seattle, Washington, or do they want Nike's brand? And I, I think you have to know that that Phil Knight and Oregon have been aggressive. There's been a lot of talk around Oregon. They want to get him an ass championship. It is now time. He's poured so much money, love, and care, uh, sweat, you know, blood, blood, sweat, tears, money, whatever it is. He's poured into Oregon athletics, and I think they feel like now it's time they repay him. Now, you could argue, hey, the Pac-12 is an easier path to national titles. Uh, you know, you can argue that for both basketball and football. But at the same time, I think you have to acknowledge that the Big Ten, just in terms of resources, is going to keep being a machine that when you pair up Big Ten money with Nike money, you could really, really start talking about a, uh, a fantastic advantage that Oregon has, you know, that, that Phil Knight money, I'm not sure it's going to stop I me. Mean, we've heard about some of the NIL stuff they've got going on there. It's tremendous. They're in a great spot when it comes to that kind of thing. If you pair up that money with the big 10 money, it's, I think it's a wins, you know, huge win-win situation. And once again, I think you're adding schools in twos here. So if it sounds like Notre Dame gets the money they want, it sounds like they will get the money they want in the new NBC deal, at least for right now, they're fine. They're they're going to be uh, and I, when I say right now that's the next thing I want to talk about the window. So the Big Ten deal is up in 2030. That is um, that is where I think we're gonna you know that's where we get a new Big Ten negotiation. The SEC is five years later from that. So you got to think like once we head towards those negotiation points, that's kind of when you could see some changing. It's important to know when uh, each conference is expiring because as we're seeing right now. We know that there's schools that want to leave the ACC, but they cannot due to the financial commitment that it would take them to do it. I mean, they just don't have the money. That grant of rights is pretty ironclad, and it takes a lot of them to dissolve it. Um, I saw John Wilner bring something up today about, you know, if the Pac-12 wanted to add Big 12 schools, um, they would, you know, if they did it right now, they got the votes. If they took the six best, I believe is what it says. Yeah, he says, because of its current negotiations, Pac-12 big excuse me, Pac-12 could go to six most valuable Big 12 schools with long-term deal. Six plus UT slash OU equals votes to dissolve equals no exit fees. Pac-20 could include BYU, UH, SDSU. One more insulation from second Big Ten raid. Goodbye, Big 12. Exit fees mean everything or nothing. Then he goes, would the P-12 presidents ever do something this bold? I think we all know the answer to that. Quick word from our sponsors on the show today. Today's show is brought to you by the NHTSA. Drive sober or get pulled over, folks. It is football season, which means it's time to hang out with your friends, crack a few cold ones, and watch the games. When you all do, you wrap up and you're done. You're about to head home. Make sure that you all have a ride lined up. It is not safe to drive while impaired. You guys could ruin your life. You guys could ruin somebody else's life. The, the benefits do not weigh outweigh the cost, my friends. Make sure you guys get a DD, drive sober or get pulled over. Um, 
look, this that's not happening. Like, and also, I think the thing is too, that might make you feel like you're in your um you're safe from a second Big 12 or a Big 10 raid. That does not, because no matter if you raid them or not, um, it saves you from a Big 12 raid if you're able to knock out the conference. But the Big 10 raid would still be there. They could still go and pilfer an Oregon. Now, and also you talked about a long-term deal. Nobody's signing a long-term deal. Why would you sign a long-term deal? Sure, the, the Pac-12, the conference, wants to sign a longer-term deal. And maybe, you know, maybe a couple of the schools do. Because they want to, it keeps you, you know, keeps you there. But if it's a long-term deal and it's not worth a ton of money yearly, and it allows for buyouts and people to get out of it, I mean, the Big Ten can afford it. The Big Ten can get these schools out of there. It, it does not secure you. It's not save you from any anything like that. And the other thing is too, we know Oregon wants to go. Oregon is exploring their options. I mean, why wouldn't they? But you know, this kind of confuses me about how appealing is the, is the Pac-12 for Big 12 schools if we know that one of your two biggest brands is looking to make a move. They're looking to leave. That is out there. That's public knowledge. And the other problem is, and I tweeted this out the other day, We it goes back to Big 10. We know the Big 10 wants to expand. We know that Oregon has interest in joining the Big 10. Why would anybody run towards the Pac-12? That doesn't make much sense. Now, enter John Canzano does great reporting, and he said that he expects to hear about a deal for the Pac-12 after Labor Day. He says ESPN's probably eager to do it because they've, lo- they've lost some inventory from the uh, now from the Big Ten deal going away, and, and that would uh, that would uh, cause them to want to do that. And also, the loose association he mentioned between the ACC and the Pac-12 would allow them to make big matchups. Now. I don't know if that's necessarily true. A lot of these schools have their non-conference scheduled out very, very far in advance. So I'm really curious about how far in advance, you know, or, or uh, how really this loose association is going to turn out. And ironically, today is also the one-year anniversary of the announcement um, of the alliance between the Big Ten, between the ACC, and between the Pac-12. And so when you think about, you know, that. And we and we kind of shift that towards the conversation around um, a loose affiliation between ACC and Pac-12. Like that would be nice if they are in with the same TV partner, but I don't think the ACC or I don't think ESPN is necessarily running to make that so they can get Utah versus Clemson or Oregon versus Miami, right? I don't think they're necessarily running towards that just to get those matchups. It would be an awesome byproduct for sure. That'd be a great byproduct. But I don't think the I don't think ESPN is running towards the uh the Pac-12 just to make games like that happen. Now, it'd be nice if you could you get it on the books, but once again, we know how far out these schools schedule. So, you know, I mean they could easily move this stuff around, but like there's no flex <laughs> there's little flexibility sometimes with these contracts. I remember when Missouri was about to play uh it was about to play BYU. I mean it would cost them millions of dollars not to play them during uh, their their team protest they had going on back in 2015. Uh, some of that stuff exists. I mean, you break these contracts and it's they can be broken, but it's sometimes, oftentimes, very expensive. Now you could say, hey, you might be able to make games uh, out of that that make you more money. But how many how many down the line games do you want to break up so you can add more more of these games? Is that something that ESPN's willing to do? Or are they going to front the bill for that? Things like that have to come up here. Once again, it's possible, but I don't think that's a driving force between ESPN and the Pac-12. I think the driving forces, uh, they did lose inventory, and also they've got time slots in the late section that they want to fill. But 
look, this thing is still clearly a negotiation. The Pac-12 just wants to get something on paper so it helps them feel a bit more safe, right? Like their survival is really dependent on um, on them keeping Oregon and Washington, keeping those four schools the Big 12 are interested in, and also adding some more schools now. So my question is too, are we going to see an addition of some schools to the Pac-12 once we hear about this new media deal? I'm curious about that too. That could be something that is definitely coming down the pike. Let's tie it all back into the Big 12 here and talk about this window. So do I think in, you know, let's just call like the current area, the window we're talking about here, um, kind of this television negotiation window. Let's just call it before 2025. Do I see the Big 12 adding more teams before then? This is really difficult to say. And I do think it depends on what Oregon and Washington want to do. I don't know if the Big 12 at this point can outright and go and take those teams at this moment in time. I think there is some impetus from those teams. They want to stay in the Pac-12. They, they, they want to be there. And also they want to all see the numbers. I don't think everybody, every single school is aware of what the total numbers are going to be. And look, once again, if you're ESPN, why are you offering anything big and long-term to the, you know, uh, to the Pac-12 when you might lose Oregon, one of the big brands, and you also, you know, could lose more schools and you might end up paying two contracts at the same time, you might get a buyout there, but you know, I think um, this comes down to, Hey, can we get all the inventory we want in one place or do we have to go to two places? Do we have to go to the big 12? Do we have to go to the pac 12? Do we have to go to them separate to make it happen? But once again, I, I don't think the biggest factor here is the big 12's desire to add schools. It's there in my opinion. And I want to see the big 12 add some more schools. I would love to add those extra schools in the footprint and solidify the position but really, if Oregon and Washington get an invite to the Big Ten anytime soon, that'll open things. That'll open things up. So it's all going to be about how long the Pac-12 deal is. Does it include Oregon and Washington? Does it include new teams? And how much flexibility will there be if a couple schools leave uh, for other schools, you know, to go in and, and get poached? Right? I mean, you know, if Oregon and Washington leave, much like. John's John Wilner's situation here. Could you have a voting situation where Oregon and Washington prove other schools leaving at the same time to, to wave off the grant of rights? That's something that's there, but look, the, the BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF are going to the big 12. All right. That, that, that's happening. Um, I don't think that those schools are in any rush to join the PAC 12. I don't think they are at all. I think BYU, for obvious reasons, from being scorned from them before, is not in a rush. I don't think Houston, where they are right now and who they're about to start playing, they've got some real chance to make some inroads in the state that they're in. I don't think they're going to give that up to start playing two Texas teams a year and start going to play Stanford and Cal. They're not giving that up. UCF, I don't think they just want to pitch in more travel just to stay in a league. And look, the TV money, guys, it wouldn't be that much bigger than what they're getting in the Big 12. It's not going to be like some seismic, you know, or some massive gap. It's just not going to be. Uh, I think these two, these two conferences end up with some somewhat similar deals. Um, and the big 12 at this point is offering you more inventory because there are more teams 12 right now, the Pac 12, I'd expect to add more, but theirs are not going to be as good of brands as BYU, as UCF, as Houston, as Cincinnati, just not going to happen. That's why, that's why, you know, you're seeing the big 12 take teams from different places, Texas, Utah, Ohio, and Florida. That's why you're taking them because they're really good brands. Sure, 
Is there a Memphis out there? Is there an SMU out there? Is there a San Diego State out there? Yeah, those schools are all available and you could all go and grab those. But there's a reason that they were kind of left on the cutting room floor and the Big 12 did not take them. The same reason if you go up the line, the Big 12, you know, their schools weren't taken, you know, by the, the by the massive leagues. Um, it just didn't add enough value for them. And so I'm wondering if these schools just add value or are they just adding inventory, right? Are they adding, you know, are you getting fans? Are you getting just getting inventory? Right? Once again, I know the big, the Pac-12 has that late time slot that gives them value. It gives them a lot of value because it's the only time there's anybody else on. But the Big 12 could go and they could get that. And offering games from noon till 10. I mean, they're already doing it now, right? That that game between Baylor and, and um and BYU is a 10:30 Eastern time starts a 9:30 Central, 8:30 Mountain time. I mean, the Big 12 already has potential. They've got a they've got a matchup between two, you know, one conference team and a future conference team that's happening in that window. It's going to be a top 25 game. I think it's going to get a lot of eyes on it in that window. So, you know, I I'm I think the Big 12 is showing that they can do that and uh you know, you don't have to you don't have to go full Pac-12 to make that happen. They already put some games in that window, but you can add more games into that window if you add those teams. So I'm just curious about the appetite from the networks, from the schools. I mean, you know, you got guys like Jason Shear out there who I think is very much on the side of these schools should go to the Big 12. You got guys like John Canzano and John Wilner out there who both think that the Pac-12, you know, is a chance to stay alive and add other schools and maybe add some Big 12 schools. I don't see it necessarily happening, but look, my my attention is turned towards ESPN and my attention is turned towards Big Ten and Oregon, right? I'm actually, you know, for as nice as this tour from Brett Yormark has been right now, and I love hearing him talk in the in a great interview in the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, I'm not sure he's the guy that can strike the first blow. Now, he can add on to it, right? They can add some more schools if we do see some movement, but I don't think Brett Yormark is the guy who can throw the first punch if you will, at this point in time. I don't think he's the one that's going to be able to do that. I think it's going to have to be ESPN by offering a, you know, a crappy deal or ESPN coming out with a deal um, you know, that's, that's going to open things up. Uh, or Oregon going to the Big Ten and, and Washington going as well. My hunch is this. I think at least for the next – once again, folks, this stuff changes day by day. I'm going to go right now. I'm going to say I think for the next year or so, were we might be quiet in the Western front. I, I think, I think at least through, well, let's just say this. I think through football season, through basketball season, through spring sports, I think we'll be summer of 2023 before anything else sig- really significant happens. I could be totally wrong. Obviously we're gonna get the, the, the details of what a potential or actual PAC 12 package is going to look like for their media rights. But to me, I, I think we're going to be waiting for a little bit because Oregon is exploring those options, but it does not mean that they're going for sure. And I think the Big 12, the Big 10 would want to add a second team. And also, I want to see what that contract looks like. How tight is that contract in terms of grant of rights, in terms of leaving the league? Leaving the league? What latitudes uh, does it leave the schools? Because I'm sure those schools want to be protected. If you're Utah, if you're Arizona, if you are Cal, if you're well, if you're Cal and Stanford, much of they care as much, but you know, you know that's besides the point. If you're one of these schools that ties that, that gets yourself a big grant of rights deal, or you know, really ties your grant of rights in for a long time and it, it pushes up that exit fee, because exit fees are really what we're talking about right here. If you really push up that exit fee, I mean, what happens if Oregon and Washington leave and can afford to leave? I mean, they've got the money to do it. Uh, it's the, Oregon's like Texas. They've got the cash. Washington they definitely has some rich enough, uh, some folks that, you know, attended there, the alumni base. And the Big Ten can always help them out. They always figure something out. 
to make that happen. So, you know, what I'm really trying to, what we're really getting at here is um, the ESPN deal is a huge part of this. That's now to me, while I'm more interested in the ESPN side of things, the big 10 taking Oregon is one of those kill shot moves that could just be definite, right? That that's, that's one of those things where if they make the choice and they want them and they can make it happen. I mean, Oregon's in negotiations right now. There's nothing that they'd pay to leave. Same for Washington, same for any of these schools, right? So if, if Kevin Warren and the big 10 want to make the move right now, go ahead and do it and make the move. The, the one, the, the reason why I'm so fascinated about the ESPN side of things it, it, with the Pac-12 is because I want to see what latitudes it allows if the Big Ten eventually goes, yeah, I mean, all right, uh, we're 2024 now. Let's take Oregon and Washington. Let's do it now. So we've got to, you know, we got more teams in 2025. You know, let's let's do it. Let's just do it then, right? Um, you know, we, we've got uh, we've got USC and UCLA in 2024. Let's go and add two more in 2025. Kind of that gradual building helps the brand out, you know, and then five more years. Uh, also, that'll help them hit that built-in extra money they have into their television deal. So they could definitely 100% explore that and do that. And then my question is, okay, what does that mean for the other schools remaining? Is the grant of rights strong enough to keep them in there? Will they then be allowed to jet? Can they vote their way out to leave? Uh, that is the big question is, what will the ESPN deal allow if we have to wait? So I think we're going to wait right now at least for one more year. I think that's going to be the case. I think the Big 12's contract, much like the Big 10 contract, is going to have space for growth if the conference does increase in size. I would expect that to be a part of it. Uh, if they can add more inventory, maybe it's not a huge amount, but I, I expect if they can add four more teams or you know, whatever it is, there's going to be more money built in there. So I think that is why the cap for the Big 12 is going to be higher. The, the teams that the Big 12 can realistically add right now are better than the teams that Pac-12 can add because the teams that Big 12 could add are Pac-12 teams, right? Uh, and, and it's just going to take one more move for us to actually see that and see that happen. So uh, that is where I am on that. Just wanted to let you all, you know, kind of marinate on all of this stuff because I think the Oregon news was interesting. I thought they tie in with Kevin Warren's comments. I thought John Canzano's comments on SiriusXM Pac-12 radio about when we can expect to hear about a deal after Labor Day sometime in September is interesting because I'm, you know, let's see what the ESPN appetite is for the Pac-12. I think they still have some, but I'm wondering how strict is the deal and will allow the Big 12 to strike maybe after another move is made uh, against the Pac-12. So how protected can the Pac-12 become? And does the Big Ten just want to make the move when, I mean, you know, are they going to make this move sooner rather than later? So I, I think the next year, I think it's not going to happen. I would say, um, well, if, if the Oregon move happens, it's going to be, in the, I mean, you know, I think it'd be in the next year before they get themselves in some big grant of rights situation, right? Uh, I would not be surprised, though, if it's a short-term deal for the Pac-12 and in three or four years, we see Oregon and, Oregon and, uh, and Washington go. Right, that, that could happen. But if I'm the Big Ten, if you want to add Oregon and Washington, it doesn't necessarily make sense to wait until they're in a spot where uh, they, they have to pay a buyout, right? Because or then you have to wait longer. Like you can you can have them come over, right? You can agree to it now, and Oregon and Washington can tell the Pac-12, "Hey, we're going to leave. Uh, you have to deal with that." Um, you know, in, in in this negotiation, if you guys want a deal, we're just telling you now. Uh, the next two years, you know. Um, you have to let us out once it's over. We're not going to sign on to a grant of rights. Uh, you know, we're not going to sign on to a TV contract until, until uh, you guys let us go. I, I think they would rather want to do that before, if that makes sense. Right. So, you know, if you're, if you're Oregon and the big 10 wants you, 
you would want them to, to make that clear and you want to make that clear before you sign anything over for a long period of time, before you sign over for a buyout. So they might uh, go to the Big Ten, but they might have to stay in the Pac-12 for a little bit to do so to, before they can make that move. So I think that's something to watch is, once again, when does Oregon and Washington, when slash if, but I feel like when do Oregon and Washington make the move to the Big Ten? And will there be enough in that TV contract to allow the Big 12 to go swoop in and take the next group of teams? Is it going to be friendly enough for them to do that? I'm watching for that. Thank you all for watching today. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure you guys find us on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.